So, you guys have heard, we've talked about repentance before. Repentance is to turn around. It's you're going one direction, and then you stop and go back. Because you realize that the way you were going was wrong, or bad, or dangerous. Like the other day, I almost destroyed our garage door. I was backing out of the garage, I closed the garage door, and then I saw that there was a package by the door and I wanted to see what it was. So I got out of my car to go look at the package, and I opened the box and it wasn't what I was thinking. So then I turned around and I saw that the car was moving towards the garage door on its own because apparently I had forgotten to put it in park and it was moving forwards. So I ran and jumped back into the car and slammed it into park as fast as I could. And it barely stopped in time before it would have run into the garage door and ruined the garage door and maybe ruined mom's car too, which was inside the garage. That would have been bad. I realized my mistake. I jumped back in and stopped it to go to stop and go the other direction. That's kind of like repentance. Only repentance is about spiritually going the wrong way. That was true of Saul. We learned about how Saul was persecuting Christians. Why do you think he was persecuting Christians? He didn't like what they were saying. He, and he thought that by persecuting Christians, he was serving God. He thought he was doing God's will. But he was very wrong about that. So Paul, Saul was on his way to go to the city of Damascus because he wanted to go there to find any Christians that he could and arrest them. But as he was on his way, a light from heaven shone around him. And falling to the ground, he heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And he said, who are you, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and enter the city and you'll be told what you are to do. So Saul rose and he couldn't see anymore. So they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. And for three days, he didn't have any sight and he didn't eat or drink anything. Now, there was a disciple of Jesus in Damascus whose name was Ananias. And the Lord spoke to him in a vision and said, Ananias. And he said, Here I am, Lord. And the Lord said, I want you to go to the street that's named Straight and go to the house of Judas and look for a man of Tarsus named Saul. He's praying. And he has seen in a vision that a man named Ananias will come in and lay his hands on him so that he might regain his sight. But Ananias said, Lord, I know this guy. I've heard all the terrible things he's done to your people. And here, he's come here to arrest us. But the Lord said, go, for he's a chosen instrument of mine to carry my name before the Gentiles and kings and children of Israel. So Ananias went and entered the house and laid his hands on, on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road by which you came has sent me so that you may regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. And these scales fell from his eyes and he regained his sight and then he rose and he was baptized. And he was strengthened. And for some days he was there with the disciples at Damascus. And immediately he was in the synagogues proclaiming Jesus, saying that he is the son of God. And everyone who heard him was amazed. And they said, isn't this the guy who has been persecuting everybody who believes in Jesus? Didn't he come here to bind them and bring them to prison? And because of this, 
he confounded the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus was the Christ. And everybody was amazed and probably many people believed. So Saul was converted. Converted is, an, is another similar word to repented. Saul was going the wrong way. He thought he was serving God, but he was actually persecuting Jesus, who is the true God. He thought that it was right to arrest Christians, but he was wrong. And Jesus changed his heart. Now, Jesus changed our hearts too when he brought us to faith in baptism and brought us from darkness to light and opened our eyes to believe in Jesus. And a lot, like every day, we also need Jesus to work in our hearts again. When we get angry, when we do something we shouldn't do, when we're going the wrong way, we need Jesus to stop us in our tracks like he did with Saul and open our eyes and change us from darkness to light and remind us that he's the Christ and that he forgives our sins and brings us to go the right way. I think one of you told me that the conversion of Saul is your favorite Bible story. I don't remember who that was. That was you, Anastasia? Now, Saul will tell us this story himself two more times in the book of Acts because of how important it is to the story that God changed his heart and not only did that, but made him to be an apostle to preach about Jesus and how amazing that was. That would bring a lot of other people to believe too. You can imagine that after Saul became Paul and started, he didn't actually change his name. The reason why he's known as Paul afterwards, he was known as Saul before, Saul is a Jewish name, like King Saul. Paul is a Greek name. And Saul was part Jewish and part Greek. Is, I can't remember which one. One of his parents was a Greek, one of them was a, was a Jewish. And um, he became primarily... He preached to everybody, but he referred to himself as the apostle to the Gentiles. And so probably the reason why he usually went by Paul is because <laughs> he was preaching to Gentiles, to Greeks. So he used his Greek well, name. Well, not just Greeks. No, but, <coughs> right. So he used his Greek name. So anyway, when he started preaching about Jesus, he came there to persecute Christians, right? Then he started preaching Christ. And people were like, bro, what? He was in the synagogues every day saying, Jesus is the son of God. Everybody was amazed. They said, isn't this the man who made havoc in Jerusalem about, with those who were called by the name of Christian? And so he confounded the Jews who lived there. And in there, when it says Jews, it means uh, the people who did not believe that Jesus was the Messiah. Um, but the Christians were really strengthened by this. They were really encouraged by this. The, the Jews were not happy about this. And what do you think they decided to try to do? Kill them. That's what they do, right? Uh -huh. Back then, anyway. They did not like Jesus, so they killed Jesus. Then they did not like when Stephen preached the gospel to them, so they killed Stephen. And they also, did, they also tried to kill Daniel. Well, that was the... First the Babylonians and then the Persians, they really. Oh, killed. Well, they did. They they arrested. Well, they did kill Jesus and then he rose from the dead. Yeah, they arrested Peter and John, but then they were worried, so they were like, "You guys better not talk about Jesus anymore." And then they were like, "But we're going to." And they're like, well, "You better not." And they're like, "But we will." Yeah. <laughs> but in that case, they were too afraid of the crowds because Peter and John were very popular. But they they did arrest Peter. And James, remember, and then Peter went free. 
Oh, no, we haven't gotten to that yet. I didn't tell you about this one yet. I'll tell you about that one another time. Anyway, they're often arresting people for preaching about Jesus or trying to kill them. So now they're like, okay, we cannot let this go on. Paul used to be one of us. He used to help us trying to, you know, he helped us killing Stephen. He used to help us, like, arrest Christians. Now he's preaching about Jesus? This is a bad look. Like, he's gone over to the other side. People are going to believe in Jesus. Like, that's no good. So they plotted to kill him. But Saul found out about the plot. They were watching the gates of the city both day and night in order to find him and kill him. But his disciples, that means Paul. So already Paul has some disciples that he's been teaching. They took him by night and they let him down through an opening in the wall, lowering him in a basket. So like there must have been somebody who had a house who's, that was like in the wall of the city. Oh, I remember this and then they had a window that was looking out of the city. And so they took a basket and I put Paul, Paul in the basket and lowered him down. This one to us? Oh, yeah. So he came to Jerusalem and he tried to join the other disciples, but they were all afraid of him because they didn't believe that he was a disciple. They, why, they thought he was like pretending probably because they knew that this guy was trying to arrest Christians to kill them. So they probably thought he was pretending to be a Christian so he could find out who all the Christians were. Not that that was usually very difficult. The Christians were usually pretty like upfront about the fact that they were Christians. So they, they didn't trust him. They were afraid. But Barnabas... Remember Barnabas? No. We heard about him a while ago, I think. He was the one where he he was the one who started the whole uh, like sell a piece of property and give everything to the church. He actually did that, and then that was when Ananias and Sapphira were like, "We should pretend we did that, so everybody will think we're awesome, but oh, yeah, not that. do that." Right? That was Barnabas, whose name means son of encouragement. So he uh, took took Paul and brought him to the apostles and declared to them what had happened, how on the road he had seen the Lord who spoke to him and how at Damascus he had preached boldly in the name of Jesus. So he went in and out among them at Jerusalem, preaching boldly in the name of the Lord. And he spoke and disputed with the Hellenists. So you'd be a group of people who were like Greek and they wanted to kill him too. So, so the Jews wanted to kill him, the Hellenists wanted to kill him. And when the believers learned about it, they brought him to Caesarea and sent him off on a ship to Tarsus to try to keep him safe. But this was really good news to all the believers in Judea and Galilee. They were really encouraged and built up, and they walked in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, and the church multiplied.